It is time for our weekly chat with Ben Maller of Fox Sports Radio. You can hear him overnights right here on 610 Sports Radio, brought to you by The Landing in Liberty. Well, of course, the big news of the day, big news of the week here in Kansas City has to do with Chief Soholic going out there and robbing a bank down in Bixby, Oklahoma. Allegedly. Ben, allegedly, that's right, allegedly robbing that bank. Uh, ben, as the uh, as the week has gone on, what are your thoughts about our guy Chief Soholic? This is, this is the most amazing story. I love this story. I don't even know that much about it. I, I fell in a rabbit hole this week, guys, and I was reading all the different stories. It was a lot of the same stuff. But in my head, like this guy's going around. He's robbing every bank before every Chiefs game. He's like, all right, we're, we're, uh, Chiefs are playing the Chargers this week. Let me go see what's going on over in Inglewood and, uh, you know, the Bank of America over there or whatever. Bixby, Oklahoma, the, the one he was at, it's just crazy. The, the, the whole thing is bizarre world the fact that people the fans were concerned about him they thought maybe he got into a car accident imagine looking something up on the internet you think somebody might have died and they're like no no he's in jail for robbing a bank oh my god what this has got to be a hollywood movie this has got the documentary sign me up and you guys got to be in that as well you got to i'm sure he's a big fan of your show i'm sure he listens to 610 sports all the time he's a he's got to be he's a huge chiefs fan I'm sure he's got the Odyssey app dialed up right now, um, listening <laughs> listening live this morning. Also, the uh, the Internet sleuths who did so much work on this, uh, we need to, I don't know, get them on some really important cases somehow, some way. They're really, really good at getting all the information on this thing. Uh, first of all, this is journalism, right? You know, people say journalism's dead. No. Give some guys on Reddit. Uh, a story they'll get to the bottom of it they're not going to keep quiet and they will find they will they will surf the entire dark web to find what they need to find and uh yeah it's it's wonderful and you see this stuff all the time and these we, we mock these true crime uh podcasts but they solve murders like people on the internet listen to these podcasts and they're able to catch slime balls it's wild it's the uh, it's like crowdfunding police work it's it's crazy. So it's uh, but this this story is is absolutely next level. Well, and, and really what what's I don't want to say funny about it, but what's interesting about it is I've had multiple other super fans reaching out going, this guy does not speak for all of us. This is just him. He this is not all of us. Do other cities, Ben, you deal with the nation. Do other cities have like these super fans who are like kind of like bonded together and think that if one behaves poorly, it affects everybody else? Well, yeah, there are packs of super fans everywhere, and it is, it's a brotherhood. I mean, in that community, there's like, there is a community. Like, you're like a higher level fan. Like, in all seriousness, you are. You're, you're the fan. Like, I'm buddies with Clipper Daryl, who got the snot kicked out of him by a security guard in LA a couple weeks ago at a game. Like, you're at a different plane as a fan. You're not your normal fan. It's like, and, I could understand, like, if you're a super fan of the Chiefs, you're like, wait a minute, we're not robbing banks and all that stuff. Leave us alone. And and um, so, yeah, so, yeah, there's absolutely, uh, like, clicks. Every fan base, too. Like, even the teams that you wouldn't think, like, the Chargers. Like, I'm my guy, Eddie, his wife is a super fan for the Chargers. Like, she goes to all the games, and she's got – she knows that whole network of people. And every team in the NFL has got that. Some, obviously, who are more popular, like the Chiefs, have a larger – you know, sample of people, but yeah, it's a whole different world. It's a whole different world. Has a member of the uh, Maller militia ever robbed banks on the way to, uh, you know, go to your show or something? Or <laughs> I'd rather not talk about that, but we do have a criminal, criminal underbelly in the Maller militia. We're not proud of it. I like to say, Josh, that we have both good guys and bad guys on the overnight. 
and uh, we have uh, police and we have uh, the people that police are chasing. And uh, I've had guys that have called me up that because I kept them on hold. One call I remember years ago, this guy in Ohio, and I kept him on hold for a while. And um, let's just say that he might have been going to have uh, some friendly adult relations with a, uh, a woman who might or might not have been married. And because he was on hold, um, he uh, he missed going into the house because the, the the woman's husband apparently showed up while while he was on. So I saved that as one example. But, yeah, we've had we've had people that have on the air talked about crimes they've committed, which I don't think is a wise idea because I'm. I'm pretty sure all these phone lines are like traced by police and stuff. Yeah, probably not a good idea. As we talked to Ben Maller here on 610 Sports Radio, there's a Thursday night game with some meaning. I mean, all of a sudden, Jacksonville can win that AFC South. Tannehill's out. He's all banged up. Is Jacksonville winning the division? Yes, I'm going yes on Jacksonville because I, I just don't see the Titans turning things around. Not even their offense. The offense is one issue as, as Tannehill's out, but he wasn't playing well anyway. The defense, their pass defense in Tennessee is dead last in the NFL, the 32nd in the NFL. And the way they're playing right now, I could see them losing to the to the Texans this weekend. And the path is there for Jacksonville. Tonight's a tough game. It's going to be nasty weather uh, by New Jersey standards and rainy and all that. But this is a, a certainly a winnable game. And I, I did take Jacksonville in the game tonight, but I'm – I'm excited. And and this is one of those games like back in the day when we looked at the schedule before the year, like, oh, man, Jacksonville and the Jets. Who wants to watch that on Thursday night? What a stinker that's going to be. But no, this is a good game. And Trevor Lawrence is finally living up to the the, the hype that he had before he came into the NFL. Like he, everyone said how great he was going to be and a unicorn and all this. He's actually playing like that over the last month. He's the top rated quarterback in the NFL. So I'm I'm excited. I'll be sitting on my tuchus watching this game tonight. We might get Al Michaels in a good mood with Jaguars Jets. I mean, well, it's pretty impressive. Depends on what hotel they put him up. Amazon put him up in New York and what restaurants he happened to dine at while he's there. That'll determine what kind of mood Al's in. Ben Maller with us here on 610 Sports Radio. Now we have Jalen Hurts hurt. Big game against the Cowboys this weekend. Should he play? No, no, he shouldn't play. But here's the conundrum. This is a great conundrum because if Hertz doesn't play and the Eagles win, and I think they will win, I'm a part of Minshew mania. I'm part of that cult, Gardner Minshew. So if they win, that hurts his MVP campaign, doesn't it? It Jalen hurts his MVP campaign because the backup comes in and they win. But if he plays and let's say he doesn't play well, does that also hurt his MVP campaign? So it's a it's a quagmire for Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, but I would go with Gardner Minshew, and I think they'll they'll be fine. They won't be able to run the same quite gimmicky offense, but Minshew's a solid backup, and I think he should be starting somewhere. I'd rather have him than if I was the Texans. I would rather have Gardner Minshew than Davis Mills. No question. And maybe I got a couple of bucks riding on the fact that Patrick Mahomes is going to get the MVP. So if Jalen Hurts does play and stinks up the joint, hey man, that's good for me. Well, either way, right? You, uh, the only thing that doesn't help you in that bet would be if if Gardner Minshew starts and then has a terrible performance or whatever, and the Eagles lose the game, then that that doesn't bode well for you. But outside of that, 
Yeah, you're in pretty good shape. Bob, you and Chiefs Aholic both have a lot on Mahomes MVP. So <laughs> I got a lot on the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl too. <laughs> hey, listen, Chiefs Aholic has more time to listen to audio content now that he's uh, he's in jail. And, and depending on what jail, I've had guys call me from jail guys over the years. Like some of these jails now, they're very laid back. They give you phones. You can call up. It's it's a different world these days. Wow, that that is just insane. Speaking of, of of laid back, I mean, we're looking at the Patriots who never play laid back style of football. They're always focused in on, you know, the 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 smartness of playing football. Dumbest play in NFL history, worst play in NFL history from the Patriots over the weekend. Well, I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment, but that's the dumbest play I've seen in my lifetime. So I don't know what happened before I was around, and I have no idea what's going to happen when I'm gone. But my goodness, I had a guy call me up. You'll appreciate this, uh, Bob, as a gambler and Josh. I had a guy call me up from Rhode Island, this guy Paul, who works at a casino, doesn't make a lot of money. He bet 4000 on the Patriots, which is a ton of money for that for him. And he lost it on that on that particular play at the end of the game. And uh, he was still screaming. And he just called me up last night and he, uh, you know, on the overnight show and he was still screaming. Nuts. Absolutely nuts. But yeah, it's like they thought they were behind. Like at least Jacoby Myers, he must have thought they were losing the game. That's the only reason you would make that play. And, and the fact that Chandler Jones was dogging it and ended up being the hero by not running down the field. Like, there's so many parts of that which are amazing that I'm sure NFL Films will make some documentary about it, the play of the year in the NFL. And it really was. It really was. And, and, and that, that's like red meat in the lion's den for the people that are ripping Belichick. He's too old. He doesn't know how to coach anymore. I mean, that is right there. That's, that's a batting practice fastball right down the middle. If that was the worst play, uh, where does – immaculate reception land on on best play and wow the, the the timing of the passing of franco harris what a amazing i guess uh collision of the yeah. anniversary plus uh his passing yes yeah, uh, i'm so sad one of the the great moments and really helped that that play there were some great uh named plays in the 1970s like the immaculate reception the holy roller some of the great plays of nfl history happened in that era and Franco Harris, I mean, let's be this keep it real here. I mean, that play helped propel the popularity of the NFL in that era, and that's continued to this day. And you could argue Franco Harris and that particular play, as much as anything in that time, helped create the monster that is the NFL. And I, I don't know what happened to Franco at the end. I know he was apparently okay. He was calling, I think he made a call to a radio show a few hours before he, he ended up checking out. But uh, what a life, and I'm sure you guys have seen the statue at the airport there in Pittsburgh, so forever he will be uh, – I'm sure they won't get rid of that anytime soon. There's a statue when you fly into Pittsburgh of Franco Harris, and they they loved him, and he was beloved and right up until the end. And it is uh, – the timing is is bizarre. There's never really a good time to leave, but, yeah. Well, Ben, we appreciate the time. Have a great holiday season. We'll talk to you after the first of the year, and best of luck with getting Steve Cohen to fund your next job. Yes, I'm trying to get him to uh, pay for struggling overnight, guys. And remember, everyone, if you're looking for a last-minute Christmas gift, the Ben Maller Chicken Fingers, I recommend at the landing. That great stocking stuffer. Tremendous stocking stuffer. Thanks, guys. Merry Christmas to you and Happy New Year. Ben Maller of Fox Sports Radio. And I don't know about you, Josh, but if I wake up on Christmas morning and there are chicken tenders from the landing in my stocking, I'm going to be one happy fat kid. I'm in. I want chicken fingers right now. Right now. Let's go. Sounds great. A cat would say right meow. Ooh.